Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. My name is Megan. I'm an addict. My clean date is October 10th, 2014. I currently live in Phoenix, Arizona, and this is a reading from the Spiritual Principle Daybook, September 9th. Humility is living in reality. Humility is most easily identified as an acceptance of who we truly are, neither worse nor better than we believed we were when we were using, just human. NA Step Working Guide, Step 1, Spiritual Principles. In early recovery, we often find ourselves going from unrealistic, grandiose self-perception to believing we are the worst person in history. It's that familiar addict pendulum swing, from one extreme to the other, with an optional sound effect. I'm a spiritual giant deserving of high praise. Whoosh. I'm a worthless piece of trash. I'm the hottest person here. Whoosh. I'm repulsive and don't deserve to live. I'm the only parent who knows what they're doing. Whoosh. I'm going to screw up my kid worse than my parents screwed me up. Torchbearer of overflow and self-importance? Whoosh. Barren, self-pity farm. Hero? Whoosh. Zero. Getting clean and working the 12 steps of NA can slow our attic pendulum and greatly narrow the distance of its swing. The humility that ensues from working steps will help us find that serene sweet spot somewhere in the middle. This place is where our true selves reside. Here lives reality. Humility is like kryptonite to our self-indulgence, jealousy, and entitlement. It allows us to accept the beautiful metal of our humanity, the truth of our perfectly imperfect selves, and our authentic place in the world. We can have reasonable expectations of ourselves and let others be who they are without our interference. We can find humor in our shortcomings and try to do better when criticized, instead of wanting to annihilate ourselves when we make a mistake. Perhaps most crucially, we don't boast about our spiritual growth, especially in comparison to other members. Nor do we overindulge in denigrating who we used to be when we were using. We were human then, and we're human now. I will try to be mindful of where my pendulum is swinging today. Though I can accept where I am, I'll still try to move toward the center because that's what's real. Thank you for letting me read. All right, welcome back, everyone. This is September 9th, and on Fridays for this month, we're here with Melissa. Melissa, can you share your thoughts on humility is living in reality? Yes, my name is Melissa. I'm an addict. Clean date, May 21st, 2015. From the Slidell area and my home groups are spiritual ninjas and freedom to change um yeah this meditation is a very good one um you know I, I can't remember the words exactly but I know it talks about in the basic text about how like humility um 
perfect humility is like unattainable for the addict. Um, like it, it's a ideal state, you know, but I, I don't know if we ever really get there. Um, well, we so, could tag yeah. that on to in step six. Oh, someone double check me on this. It's in six or seven, I think seven, but it talks about humility as much as staying clean as food and water or just staying alive. You know, yeah. it kind of makes us look at like, hey, this is pretty important. Yeah, I believe that's in step seven. I should know because I just finished it. <laughs> right. But yeah, yeah, um, it's definitely very like essential, you know, because mm -hmm. and it talks about it in here. Like I still today like to try to think of myself and it's weird. It's situationally based. Sometimes I think I'm like the, the biggest fish in the sea is the reference I like to use. Okay. And other times I'm, I'm the, the smallest, you know, and not just smallest, like the lowest, you know, mm. and it, it's typically situationally based. And I found that a, lo a lot of that, not all of it, um, but it stems from my childhood and like messages I was taught and also um, decisions that I've made in the past that tie into my experiences today, you know. Um, and I really liked how in, how in here it talked about like the pendulum swinging, you know, it's like, it's like I can see it. It's a good visual, isn't it? Whoosh, whoosh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It yeah yeah and yeah. like it can be one extreme or the other you know and, and it really all depends um you know where i'm at emotionally and like what i'm doing um for my recovery and you know it talks about mm -hmm. that sweet serene spot in the middle and you know that that's where i always hope to be it's not where i always am but i I do, I definitely can agree with how it talked about slowing our addict pendulum because it doesn't happen in an instant anymore like it used to. Well, the keywords anymore, right? Anymore. Like it is, it is a goal that we can work on. Like if, we, if we're listening to the podcast and there, you know, someone maybe, maybe is experiencing those very immediate, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's bam. It's like ping, 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 you know, good, bad, good, bad, good, bad. We, we, after some step work, you know, like what was your journey to slow that down, Melissa? Um, actually, uh, I just talked about this last week, but really I worked on like my, paying attention to my thoughts, mm. you know, um, I used to like, when I would have a conversation with somebody, I remember it so clearly and, um, the insanity was so real. I would have a conversation with somebody and in my head, I'd be telling myself, why would you even say that? That sounds so stupid. And like, literally while you're talking, like while, while in the middle talking, of the right? <laughs> or while they're talking so I'm not listening you right, know right. um and it, and I really just had to like start recognizing that and um working on that and also like identifying what's true and what's not true which like we said before you know that that really is found at least for me it's been in the step work and talking with my sponsor and being honest and vulnerable because if I'm not sharing mm -hmm. about what the hell is going on then who is going to tell me that the shit that I'm thinking isn't right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so what does that look like? Like with the sponsor, with like the ladies that you're close with and stuff? Um, really, I'd say in many aspects of my life, um, there's certain things that, of course, I want to tell my sponsor, but um, more so than anybody else. But I mean, it comes in my relationship with my sponsor, with my home group. Um, women and there, there are even some men that I actually trust today which is right. you know not the way it used to be and and I can share things with them and I typically will if I know somebody has experience in that area then I'll be sure to talk to them you know um but yeah I, I like to say I'm an open book so I don't 
you know, if, if somebody else asks me, I'll, I'll talk about it. And sometimes answers are revealed to me then too. Oh, and, and somebody coming to you for your experience and something, then you're, you're kind of having this self-reflective piece going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what are some things, do you have, do you have anything in your life that you're, or, or some areas that you feel you're kind of on this pendulum now, you know, that you can, you, you kind of look at yourself as like, damn, you know what, that's, uh, you know, I, I, I really, I really see myself having these thoughts and we know our thoughts aren't facts. Our thoughts yeah. aren't always facts, which is important for us to, to grab onto. Do you have anything like that going on? Yeah. I mean, I feel like I still do this in like a few areas, you know, like a, like that ideal state is has not been completely attainable for me. So I do it in work. Like sometimes I think I'm hot shit. Do you? You think then, you're a bad yeah. in- oh, Okay. Yeah. All right. Like, bad ass. And then, and then sometimes I'm like, why did I mess that up? Oh my gosh, that was so easy. Mm. When like the truth is I'm like a good employee. It really is somewhere in the middle. I'm not the best and I'm not the worst, you know? Old timers um, used to hit, hit us with, you get right sized in recovery. Yes. Like that's mm-hmm. what humility allows us to do. You know what I mean? Get right size. That's yeah. Cool. Cause you know, my disease doesn't want me to see my size. It wants me to think I'm mm-hmm. the best and I can do anything, you know, and I'm in control. And that's fuck what anybody tell you is. otherwise. Right. And like, yeah, yeah, you can't tell me shit when I'm like that for real. Right. Well, and the other side too, is my disease also wants me to think I'm, I'm the lowest and I don't deserve anything. Mm. So it's like whatever state that it can get me in, you know, I just have to listen to my disease. So you know, I try not to do that. And, you know, I, I mean, like I said, there's several areas where I recognize this at t- different times. One is my relationship. You know, sometimes I can think I'm the best girlfriend. Sometimes I can think I'm the worst girlfriend. Sometimes I can think I'm the best sponsee. Sometimes I can think I can think I'm the worst sponsee. So, I mean, you know, and it varies, but like, the thing is like, I just have to put it in perspective. Like, okay, so if I think this, then what am I doing and what can I do different? Or like, is that re- like really the easiest one for me to, um, I guess cancel out you'd say um is like I'm the best <laughs> now the yeah. the wind's like oh you're you know not good enough for this like that not good enough message still plays for me sometime and like then all I have to do is look at the evidence of what I'm putting into my relationship with my sponsor with my boyfriend with um with work you know like the evidence is there you know so although I might have those thoughts, I know that I'm not the worst and I'm definitely not the best. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm human. And it, I loved how it touched on in here, the truth of our imperfectly, our, our perfect imperfect selves. So one of my defects um, is perfectionism because I want to be the best, right? So, um, you know, I've, I've realized like having room to improve is actually a good thing, you know? Mm. And granted, perfectionism can be an asset but like, what am I, what the tool am I going to let it take on me, you know, um, to be perfect. So anyway, I'm actually working and, you know, praying to my higher power about finding peace and not being perfect, you know? Um, and what's that, what's that like, you know, like, is it, is it when you, when you're wrestling with like, Hey, I want to be here and I'm, and I'm not, how do we, how do we get our, you know, how do we, how do we start looking at that as something like, okay, cool. I got something to work towards, like as a good thing, instead mm-hmm. of saying you, do you know how, like when we'll, we'll go on like this, no carb, you know, thing for a few days. Right. And then as soon as we like, as soon as I take, take a fucking bite, man, it's, I, I get two dozen of donuts and I go to, and I get busy with it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so how do, how do we go from like looking at, looking at 
the room for growth that you're talking about, room for improvement as like, oh, this is exciting. Let me take a class. Let me, you know, go to the, have a workout plan, you know, whatever that goal is, right? Whatever that room for growth is. And how do we not look at that as like, man, fuck myself and everybody who's involved with me. How do we stop? How do we stop from going there? Well, I I think that definitely varies from person to person. I'll say that Um, I'm a planner. So um, I like to like make goals and things like that. And sometimes it can get overwhelming as far as like, uh, I don't know. I feel like an example of something I'm really going through or dealing with right now is um, like financially, right? I made some like financial decisions that costed me some money. And then I had other life things happen that costed me some money. So now I'm like trying to build again, right? I'm trying to build. And so like, basically I made plans and uh, I'm just the hardest part about any of it, whether it's behaviors or an actual like physical plan that I can carry out um, is the consistency piece, you know? Um, And when it comes to applying that to perfectionism, you know, I... I have to be willing to say good enough, mm. you know, and my stepmom said that years ago, she, she said like, good enough. And I'm like, hold up, <laughs> good enough. Like it actually caught my attention. Cause I noticed that when she said that, that I never say that and like making myself be okay with it, being willing to walk away, let go of the obsession and compulsion. It, like in that moment, like I can turn away and it can be okay. Mm. You know? Um, and like, I really have to tell myself myself stuff like this so I can apply the action. And of course, praying to my higher power about it, which like I said, I just got done with my seventh. So I'm all up in this right now um, is that's very essential to find that peace and like to be okay when I walk away and it may not be okay immediately, but just like whenever I stopped using at first, it was crazy and it felt like all panicky and stuff. I feel like it gets easier the more I separate myself. So like two minutes after I, I stop doing whatever I'm trying to be perfect at, I still might be thinking about it a little bit, but give it 10 minutes and I'm probably not thinking about it anymore. You know, so creating space between me and the defect, I guess is one way to put it. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six letter word others as we go out into the world. Stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste, and God bless. Mm-hmm.